Hello and welcome to our new podcast. Not so great expectations. I'm Jay. And I am Jamie. Join us weekly where we'll be discussing our favourite subjects from serial killers to true crime, movies, TV shows and everything else in between. We're also going to be having a bit of a gossip about what goes on in our tragic lives. The highest form of entertainment. You can find us on all available streaming platforms. Where all good podcasts are made. Thank you for tuning in and we hope that you enjoy. This week we're going to be talking about the struggles of dating, how to be single and everything... to be single. (laughs) And everything that surrounds a breakup. Sounds good, sounds exciting. Sounds like a happy episode. Oh yes, it will be with us. So we're going to be answering some questions, the most popular questions that are surrounding breakups. So my first question to you, Jimbo... Yep. Is should you ever sleep with an ex? Um, no. 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 Not um, even a, not even like a little rebound shag or nothing. No, nah, nah. It muddies the waters. It makes it too complicated. Um, I suppose that there are like, I think there are there are people who are still super close even when they break up. That you could probably get away with it. Maybe once, um, or twice. I mean, I don't know how good are these people in bed. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, it muddies the waters. It makes things complicated because then once you sleep with your ex, it's a pretty high chance that one of those people is going to be thinking, oh, "Are we getting? Are we going to get back together? Should we talk about getting back together?" And the other person's like, "Right, well, you know, that's the end of that chapter, and we'll move on." And and I think it just, I think it creates a lot more confusion than it needs to. I think you should just have a clean break. Definitely. You know what? I totally agree. Like, I think once you've ended it with them, I think that should just be it. Exactly. And do you know just how many terabytes of porn there is on the internet? You don't need to sleep with your ex. Do you know what I mean? Very true. Very true. You go. Right, okay. So, uh, I think this is a good one. Can you be friends with your ex? Yes. In my opinion, yes. I think if you're both mature and you've both moved on from it, that from the breakup then yeah i don't see why there should be a problem why you can't be yeah i agree i think again though it's like every relationship is different and every couple of people are very different like i think it's very it just depends like it depends on why you broke up in the first place yeah and we'll get we'll get into that a lot of questions here about different things that cause breakups and whatnot but i think it just depends like I've been through breakups where um, never spoke to them again, never wanted to, wasn't bothered. I've been through breakups where maybe I did and they didn't, or they did and I didn't. And I've been through breakups where I'm still friends with them. So I think it just depends on a lot of different things. You can be. I don't know whether you should be. Um, but you can be, I think, very easily. Well, I think, again, yeah, I think it all depends on the person and how your relationship was besides from the romantic side of things. Yeah. I've got quite a few friends that are that are exes and i'm really really good friends with them yeah but that's because we built a friendship before the relationship mm-hmm. so there was always that something but does it ever like does it ever get complicated at all like say you, you just go out on a night out and you just get drunk do you just never like is is there any sort of remnant of the spark that was there does that not cause confusion sometimes no it's it, you know once it's over with me that's it it's over do you know what i mean I've, i'm really really good at keeping boundaries between friendships and relationships yeah um i've never wanted to get back with them and i respect them enough to not want to fuck around with their emotions yeah so i wouldn't anyway but I, I mean, it's totally possible to be friends with your ex if, if that's something you both really want. Maybe as if you take a bit of time out once you're freshly broken up and, you know, give yourself a little bit of time to heal and whatnot, then it's perfectly cute. Yeah. It's, it is. It's doable. Yeah, yeah. So is that, is, is that like a rule that you have, like, explicitly? You'll be like, like, once once you're done, like, how do you how do you... How do you set those boundaries in place? Like, I imagine that's quite a, a hard thing to do. You, you just, you have to have the honest conversation that, look, it's over. It's not what I want anymore. Although I love you, I don't love you in yeah. that way. Yeah. You have to make it perfectly clear what your intentions are and what you want from that person. Yeah. And once then boundaries are set, then you've got yeah. to like, respect them. You can't then two months down the line decide that, you know, actually. 
I tapped that ass before and I will tap it again. Exactly. You ever say things like that? No, no. absolutely right. never. You should try. <laughs> so how would you react to seeing your ex with a new partner? Um, I think, and I honestly believe everybody reacts exactly the same way. We uh, convince ourselves that our ex has downgraded from us. Um, and then we stalk their new partner's social medias and find every possible flaw with them. <laughs> and then we, we laugh heartily to ourselves as we fall asleep. You're not wrong. What about you? No, well, it, but am, am I wrong, though? Like, what You're not it? wrong at all. I genuinely love to pick faults with my ex's new partners. And... That's what I mean. I think it's totally natural. Like, even if, even if, our exes are with someone who's insanely harder than us or is better for them than we are. We always find a way to be like, well, you know what? Mm, no, they're, they're terrible human beings and they look like they touch children. Yeah, I'm just absolutely not. Like, even if they are better looking than me, they'll never be as funny as me. Well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> that is it. That is the key. They'll, they'll never water as many plants as you. What? <laughs> you know what it is? Plants are my life now that I am totally a, a grown adult. Plants. That's the worst excuse, by the way. So earlier, when I was asking uh, Jay if she wanted to record this, she was really late to respond, and I was like, what is it that you're doing? She was like, sorry, I'm just watering my plants. <laughs> and I was like, no, like that's the worst excuse I've ever heard anyone for lateness, ever. But that's a genu- That's genuinely what I was doing. And then I proceeded to send them photos of said plants, to which Jimmy replied with pictures from Google. <laughs> hey, you know, I was watering my plants too. Mm-hmm. In, your, in, your, in your grander shirt and hat. <laughs> in your oversized watering can. Hey, look, like I said... With the eucalyptus, you've got to make sure that water gets deep into the soil. All mm-hmm. right, you can't just be chugging it with. You can't just be on water in a tumbler and pouring it in. That's not watering your plants. Very you true. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta water them with love from a watering can. Is that gonna be in your new Tinder profile? One hundred percent. I think I would have a one hundred percent increased success rate if it was. <laughs> Dream of the eucalyptus. I really do, honestly. I hate dirt naps. I hate them so much. We'll get into that in a minute. But... Okay, so I'll ask you the next one then. Um, should you ever stalk your ex on social media? You shouldn't, but we do. That was going to be my answer 100%. You're like, you really shouldn't, but yeah. you can't help yourself. Oh, I want to make sure that they're miserable when they're not with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you go back and you look through and it just makes you feel shit, to be fair. Like, oh, look at them having such a good time with all their new friends and all their new partners. and bleh. But is that not a facade, perhaps? Like, maybe they're like, oh, I know that he's going to be checking me out or she's going to be checking me out on social media. So I need to make it look like I'm having a great time and that I'm not faced by this breakup. So maybe I go on a night out and I take some pictures where I'm smiling momentarily and upload them as if I was smiling the whole night away. Maybe they're just feeling as shit as you, but they just go out their way to make it look like they're having a good time. Do you know time. what it is? There is, it is Social media is the perfect way for you to show people what they want to see. Alright, this is why I don't go on Facebook anymore. I've removed the app completely. I don't um, have Facebook anymore either. So I removed it because I, it it was well, it's damaging to mental health more than anything. Because really, what you're seeing is just a window in, into a into a moment from somebody's day. Definitely. But the way that it's presented is almost like if you see someone like, oh, you know, I'm out with friends today, and then a couple of days later, like, oh yeah, I'm having such a great day out. Then you're like, oh wow, like why am I not living this life of leisure? That's what but I mean. The- People always show you what you want to, what they want you to see. Alright, like it's no one's so... uploading photos of them eating crisps on the sofa. Nobody's you know uploading I mean? photos of them sobbing into their pillow at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's very true. That's Do you know, true. like, it's just, it is, social media is such a fucking farce. Oh yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I do. I, I, I'll tell you what, I just... I, I just started using TikTok. Do you use TikTok? I do have TikTok. I don't really use it. So I it was the one thing that I was I was like, I'm never going to use that. It, it's the kind of thing I think kids really use, whatever. Um, but my friend kept harassing me and sending me links for all these videos. And admittedly, some of them were pretty funny. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll see what it's all about. And now I just can't come off the thing. Because there's this thing where people go live 
and if you go on like a like a live thing you can just swipe through all the different live streams and it seems to be like localized as well so it's always like people like I've, i mostly come across people from the uk as opposed to like america or whatever mm. um and the comments i i really go on it for the comments because there's so many trolls um <laughs> that i honestly i sometimes i wheeze laughing <laughs> because like i don't i don't know what it is but there's like this trend at the moment where people will go on a live tiktok uh, and they'll start commenting things like, oh, are you, are you still working at Asda? <laughs> right? And it's just like, just a random thing. And I've seen it on about 40 different TikToks. And they're like, what do you mean? I don't think I've ever worked at Asda. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when you see it like four, five, six times on different live li- like live streams, it, it sort of becomes funnier the more you see it because you, you sort of feel like you're inside the joke now. You're like, oh my God, like this person doesn't work at Asda. Why would this person ever... And then you see people be like, oh, how's it going at Asda and shit? And I don't know why, but it just makes me crease every time. Some of the comments are incredible. And I think you should check it out just for that alone. I will definitely have a look. Like so some funny. of the fun- some of the videos that are on it are funny as fuck. There's some good videos, but those live streams. <laughs> hey, you still at Asda? Sometimes they'll, sometimes they'll change it and they'll be like, oh, how's it going at Little? <laughs> Honestly, it just makes us laugh every time. It's good stuff. Uh, but yes, you, you should never stalk your ex on social media. Unless you want to feel momentarily shit. Or happy, depending on how miserable they are. Very true. So, how can you trust someone again after a bad breakup? What constitutes a bad breakup other than the obvious cheating? Uh, they cheated on you, they robbed you. They robbed you? Uh, Fucking hell. <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking of bad things that someone can do to you. If you ever broke up with somebody because they robbed you. <laughs> like, what kind of example is that? Robbed us of my sanity, yeah. Uh, well, that's, uh, I'll give you that. Uh, honestly, um, I'm kind of like, um, I'm kind of based heavily on trust just in general. So if I don't trust somebody, I, I just don't give a shit about them. Like, I, I wouldn't waste my time on somebody that I couldn't trust. So if we had a bad breakup, I'd have to assume that there was some sort of break in trust there anyways. And thus, um, I think you, I think it's, it's like a double-edged sword. I think you can trust someone again after a bad breakup um, if you are needy and a simp. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm just, not, I'm just not that like way inclined. I'm not wired that way, I think. Um, I'm just one of those people where once my trust's gone, I don't, I don't want you to earn it back. I just don't want to be around you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a bit like that. Once somebody, once I think once somebody breaks your trust, I think your whole view on them changes. Yeah, but I think that the reason I'm like that is because I'm so laid back in general that it would take a lot to really piss me off that much, anyways. Yeah. So if it gets to the point where I don't trust somebody, then. They must have. They must have pissed me off over a period of time, or just been real dicks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And um, I think when I was younger, I probably would have. I probably would have let people get away with walking all over us. But I'm 33 now. I don't have time for that shit. No, definitely. I'm a bit like that now. I'm just like I cannot be fucked with people in their little games. Yeah, like I, I don't even have the time to get through all the shows on my watch list on Netflix. Never mind to play games with people. Do you know what I mean? But some people really dig that kind of shit, and I'm just not about that life. Yeah, no, I think those people are just uh, masochists, really. I think they sort of get some sort of pleasure from being miserable. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like the modern age emo. Do you remember, like back in the day when you'd come home from college and your life was shit, and you'd stick on Avril Lavigne and cry into your pillow. But it would be so fucking good you'd do it every night because you just love being miserable. There, is a, just, there are so just... many people that live for drama. <laughs> that might just be me with the Avril Lavigne thing, but seriously. Seriously, uh, Avril Lavigne was my first like, my first proper crush. No I was, way. I was obsessed. Is that how you knew that you were gay? Avril Lavigne? I think, yeah, I think she was the one that made it clear. <laughs> no way, fucking hell. I fucking loved her tie and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was a big... A big Avers fan. Uh, I like that first album. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Yeah. We should do I a mean, whole. We should do a whole podcast on Avril Lavigne. We definitely shouldn't. I don't think. <laughs> no, no way. Unless we could get Avril Lavigne to guest on it, that would be great. Oh my god! It, you'd be amazed at how many people actually love Avril Lavigne. Come on. Yeah, I mean, first album. Uh, in fact, first two albums I thought were really great. Yeah, she went a bit um, shit after that, and she's still going. I know, which is hard to believe. But uh, did she marry the guy from Sum 41? She did, but she's not with him anymore now. Oh, that's right, because she was with him. His name is... Because I always met... I can't Derek? forget his name. Derek Wibley. 
So I can never forget a name like Wibbly. Come on. <laughs> so technically, she was Avril Wibbly. Christ. <laughs> if that's not enough to divorce the guy, I don't know what else is. <laughs> Apart from um, the fact that he was actually four foot tall. Yeah. And she was with a guy from Nickelback, Chad Kroger as well, wasn't she? Oh, I've no You know more about me. Have you stalked Avril? <laughs> Listen, this is what I do. I have nothing else better to do than look at fucking celebrity gossip. Mm-hmm. What's the next question? Let's have a look. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like this is a really easy one to answer. Is cheating ever okay? No. Of course it's not. Under any circumstances, no. Yeah. Unless I have an identical twin and you don't know I have an identical twin and then my identical twin comes to stay at my flat but I've popped out to the shops for some milk and you come in and you're like, oh, hey, baby, and you're like getting it on with my identical twin and, of course, they're, they're needy and desperate for love so they just let you do it because they're like, why is this hot bitch all up on my, on my grill? And then I come back and I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And she's like, oh, my God, I thought it was you. And he's like, I was just having a good time. Might be acceptable then. I've n- wow. <laughs> Spe- specific? That was kind of some like... You've really thought that one out, haven't you? Listen, I've thought about this question a lot over the years. Is cheating ever okay? Only in that circumstance. And no other. No, no. I mean, would you class somebody else watering your plants as cheating? Mm, no. My plants love me. Right, okay. <laughs> got you. you mean those brand new plants that you just got today? Yeah, they've already, they've already bonded, that's it. <laughs> right, okay. Got you. So, you did spend a long time more on them. I'm, I'm not surprised. Go on. <laughs> Add them to me plant tracker app, okay? So I remember when to water them. I can't believe you actually have a plant tracker app. This is what is happens when you're virgin on 30. Does it work the same way as a period tracker does? Uh, kind of, yeah. It tells you when they're due to be watered. <laughs> Just like a period tracker tells you when you're due to bleed. Listen, I'll tell you, you don't want to get those two apps confused. Right, that could make for a very messy situation. One's red, one's green. I think I can tell the difference. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just saying be careful. You don't want to accidentally water your hoo-ha and find that your plants are having some sort of reaction. (laughs) Yeah, didn't didn't really know how to end that sentence without (laughs) without mentioning blood, and I didn't really want to do that. So how how would you, what advice would you give somebody to mend a broken heart? I mean, I think in general, alcohol is the best way forward. Mm, I see, think. I'm more of a comfort eater. Oh yeah, I, I, I yeah I agree I agree with that as well. I spend I spend a lot of time just like you know when you just get bored, so you're like fuck it, I'll I'll eat two massive share bags of crisps. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that as well but generally i think heartbreak hits you right in the feels and i think sometimes it's better to be sad in the moment than to draw it out over weeks of being sad oh definitely so if, you, if you're sad you're down in the dumps get some vodka get some wine get some whiskey get some whatever you like to drink and just like be like right i'm gonna have three days a long weekend of just getting absolutely trashed by myself and just fucking listening to the saddest music ever, and then after that, back on. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Get I'll, the sadness out of the way. I get. I'll, I'll give myself some little time to to be sad. Yeah. Have a little cry. Watch some sad films. Listen to some sad songs. Uh-huh. But again, again, I think it depends on why you've broke up. Like, I think if someone's broke up with you because they don't want to be with you anymore or because they've cheated on you so you broke up them whatever like you have to put it into context so like i don't think i would waste my time being down in the dumps over someone who'd fucked me about the same like now the same way i maybe would have done 10 years ago um i think it's i think you've got to contextualize it i think it depends uh, i think it depends on a lot of different things um but like if i've broke up with someone i don't think i'd be sad because i've made that decision to break up with them do you know what i mean yeah but if they've broke up with me it's kind of like the the part the power dynamic isn't with me it's with them and so i think the most of the time people feel sad over a breakup is because they're not the one who's made that decision so that relationship that love that they had or whatever the fuck it is has been taken away from them involuntarily so i think i think 
if that's the case, you've got to then go to start thinking, well, fuck them. If they didn't want to be with me, why should I be beating myself up over this person? Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. So that's my two-point guide to break up success. Get very drunk and then think, fuck it. That's you know that's the best way to do it. <laughs> that's, that's just that's just it in a nutshell. That's yeah. I'll really just give myself some time to be sad. Yeah, and that's how you mend the broken heart. And then you just that's what you do. You just pick that Boom. shit back up, put it back together, and move on. Put that on a t-shirt. Get pissed. Fuck it. <laughs> I think that would sell like hotcakes. <laughs> Next. Is it me or is it you reading? You. All right. Um. How do you deal with bumping into an ex in a bar or public place, etc.? Um, well, this has actually happened to me before, and I turned my back on them. Oh, that is the 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 height of tomfoolery. That's what that is. Like, honestly, it wasn't. And it was just. It was. It was bad. They were with their new girlfriend, and they come over and went to speak to us, and I didn't know how to deal with it, so I just. No turned around and pretended they weren't there <laughs> yeah that's that's awkward man i mean generally if i see them first i think almost instinctively i'll turn away like i don't want them to see us i don't even know why that is like even if it's someone i didn't particularly have a bad breakup i'm just like oh god no i don't want to talk to you and like and sometimes i'll do it with just just people that i'm friends with in general like if i see them in public and then I see them first. Say we're out in a, in a shopping centre or whatever. I'm like, oh, Christ, I don't want to talk to them. But generally, I don't really want to talk to anybody. So um, I, th- I would treat it exactly the same. Uh, if I bumped into them, like physically, like we were next to each other at a bar, I think I would have to move to the other side of the bar. Thank like, God it's not just me. Do you know, like, I just couldn't. Like, I, I don't know. Like, imagine it, right? So I, want you to, I want you to close your eyes and picture the scene, right? We're in a bar. Maybe it's the... The botanical what's at the botanical garden in town yeah right so I'm, I'm walking towards the bar it's really busy as it always is i lean on the bar I finally get the front I lean on the front i look to me left there's my ex and she looks at me and i just go not today <laughs> <laughs> walk to the other side of that bar or i just be like nope <laughs> oh hey how are you nope <laughs> this is literally what happened to me in powerhouse you know no i couldn't deal with it it was like i seen her and she went and spoke to my friends and then I went and sat away and mm-hmm. then she come and sat beside us and she was like, you're all right. And I was just turning me back and I was like, go oh. I was just like, under my breath, I was like, oh my God, please go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. I did go and apologise after, but I'm really, I mean, you know me, I'm really awkward. Yeah. I don't bode well in awkward situations. I would rather just not be in them. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the same. Just you know, sometimes you just gotta throw up your hands and say, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yep. And just walk away. That's what you gotta do. Um, and that that's how I deal with it. So, how long should it take you to get over an ex? Well, isn't there some sort of like science behind this where they think it should take you half the length of the relationship to get over it? Um, but I don't buy into that. I think that's total nonsense. Um, I think everybody's different. Yeah. Like, it takes you as long as it takes you, I suppose. Yeah. I think with me, it's generally, it takes me until the time that I start enjoying porn again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately following a breakup, I mean, I'll watch porn, sure. Um, but I'm not having a good time immediately after a breakup. I'm just going through the motions. Do you know what I mean? I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> but then when it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I already watched porn once today. Maybe I'll double dip <laughs> that's when I know that I'm starting to move on I'm, like, well, I'm enjoying this again maybe I'll watch some freaky shit tonight who knows maybe there's some sort of like old young midget porn or something I'll get into tonight I don't know but I'm excited and that's when I know that's when I know I've moved on I genuinely worry about the things that you're into sometimes oh yes when I die my internet browsing history should be cleared immediately <laughs> noted we'll just burn all your devices please please do please do (laughs) so should you immediately cut all ties with a person that you've just broke up with after you break up like should you um, automatically cut ties with them as soon as you break up it's a tricky one again it comes down to circumstance 
like uh, my ex is my daughter's mother and we're actually probably better friends now than than ever arguably so no in that case we had we obviously we had to have a relationship for our daughter but i think it just depends on it just depends like some people break up solely because they're better friends than they are partners mm-hmm. and they realize that they're really just living together as friends and so i think in that case no because you you've already got a well-established friendship and as you've proven you're friends with a lot of your exes definitely um like taryn for example mm-hmm. um and i've been out on nights out with you and taryn you guys are like so close in a but only in a like a friendship where like you wouldn't I probably wouldn't have even guessed that you guys had been together if you hadn't told us. And so I think you do get those uh, relationships where you are super close, good friends, but actually you become arguably better friends um, after being together with somebody. So I don't think that you should immediately... I mean, it depends. I mean, you know, if they fucked your identical twin and didn't know about it, there's an argument to be made. But other than that, I don't know. I think it's better. Um, I think it's all very circumstantial, really, isn't it? I mean, if they've treated you like shit and they're really bad for your mental health, then yes, cut ties with them. Totally agree. Yeah, a lot of gaslighters out there. Fuck those guys. Like, honestly, my ex is just a total fucking narcissist. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've told you some of the things that she's done to me and whatnot, and honestly, like, my mental health is so much better now that she's not around. Yeah. So... that's the thing as well, like you say, like, if, if someone's treat you like that, if they've gaslighted you, if they've been toxic towards you, if they've cheated on you, they obviously don't care about you as much as you care about them. Um, and so those people are better off, you know, fucking somebody else's head up rather than yours. Definitely. I mean, I think it, if I think it all depends on your mental health. Like, you, your mental health speaks volumes in a relationship. Yeah. If it's starting to really affect you and making you miserable, then it's just, you know... Yeah. Throw that shit. No, I totally agree. Um, I, I like I say, I don't have time for that. I like I don't have time for anything nonsensical these days. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't have time for the games. I don't have time for the narcissism. I don't have time for lies and fucking about. Like I'm getting too old for that shit. Like maybe when I was sixteen, I'd have been all about that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just for the crack. But now I just don't have time for it. Like, if people aren't gonna act the rage, then fuck off. Times are ticking. Well, I'll be dead before you know it. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Like, seriously, because I was like, you know, everyone always says when you get to 50, oh, I have a midlife crisis. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to live till I'm 100. Like, I'm 33 now. Fuck, if I live till I'm 66, I'm already middle-aged. I can have a midlife crisis right now. Exactly. How terrifying is that, though? When your time's up, it's up, Pat. Ah, uh, that's true. And I often think about this when I make like really unhealthy meals, and I'm like, God, I'm going to be dead at forty, and I'm like, well, better put more mayo on. <laughs> I'm here for a good, tasty time, not a long time. <laughs> so true. Uh, what's the worst thing that you can do after a breakup? In my opinion, a text like stop ringing and texting them and act, acting all desperate and shit. Mm-hmm. Like no. Just yeah. just don't lower yourself. Yeah, I think part of what you're saying there is what I was going to say is clinging on to parts of the relationship and kind of acting like... You, like It's weird, like, when I was, like, I don't know, I was maybe 18, and I broke up with this girl, and um, but we would still hang out every day, which is weird, because we weren't together anymore, and we would still hold hands, which is fucking weird, because we weren't <laughs> together anymore. And but I, I get it, like, we were young, I guess we were still close, I guess... We didn't really know how to navigate this breakup thing. Are we going to go back together? Are we not? It was all drama. I don't know. But I think one thing that you should never do is like, is try to act as if it's not such a big deal or it's not life changing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should try and act like everything's cool and everything's fine. I think you should say, "Look, I just need realize that you need space." Yeah. Because sometimes it takes time to figure these things out, and sometimes people inev- inevitably get back together. Because they realise when they're apart, actually, you know what? The grass isn't greener on the other side. Yeah. Um, or as you would say, my plants aren't that watered on the other side, right? <laughs> and so I think it just depends. But generally, um, I think you should just accept accept the change. That's what I, And I'm going to put that on a shirt as well. Accept, accept the change. Get pissed. 
Exactly. Yeah. Don't get drunk. Don't get blind drunk and ring them. Get drunk by all means, but don't then ring them or text them. Like, is there any worse feeling in the world than waking up the morning after a night out and remembering the text messages that you've sent to people? It's honestly, it is the worst feeling. The, the deepest cringe of cringe. Like it's... there. Are, times i still think now about texts i sent 10 years ago when drunk <laughs> and i like I, you know when you do that thing where you like your whole body sort of shivers and you're like Ooh. <laughs> like i still do that now thinking about those like honestly i'll tell you one because i don't know what i'm really thinking of but i was out on a night out and i was like so blind drunk i couldn't even fucking see right and this is when i was at uni so this was 2000 2007 2008 so I don't a know, lifetime ago fucking i was 20 21 something like that right and um i was hanging out with these two lasses and i don't mean to sound like an arsehole but they they were both they were both maybe solid three out of tens right uh and i myself qualify myself as an easy four out of ten so so i'm hanging out with these lasses and we're really drunk and then i was like i can't i can't even walk i can't even see so i do what people call an irish goodbye do you know what an irish goodbye is i do not an Irish goodbye is when you're out on a night out and then you just leave and go home without saying goodbye to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so drunk, I'm like, oh, I just go home. So I just leave without telling anybody, just get a taxi home. And then I get home and I'm so drunk, but I'm also kind of horny because I'm like, well, I've been on a night out. So I'm texting this this three out of ten, right? <laughs> and I don't know, I remember I'm drunk, don't judge just too harshly. I was a young whippersnapper, right? Also a bit of an arsehole. A little bit less of an arsehole um, now. Anyways, so I'm texting them, and I was like, hey, you and your mate should come over here, right? And this girl was saying something like, oh, no, you know, we're still out in town. And for whatever reason, I thought now would be the perfect time to say, you and your friend should come over. I'll fuck you both. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> and I remember waking up the morning after sending that text and just being like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Like, what? Like, that's not even something I would say, I'd, like, ever, maybe? Like, that's just, I don't know, but I just don't know where I got this, like, sense of confidence from to be like, yeah, you and your friend, I'll fuck you. But, like, who the fuck am I to say something like that? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what the funniest part of that whole text is? Oh, you would not have the stamina to do both. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, I probably couldn't have even kept awake until they came over. <laughs> like, I was that drunk. You don't, like, I was so blind drunk. I was like, I don't even know. I don't know. I, but that's, yeah, you should never send texts when drunk. Never, Absolutely ever, never, 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 never. Even if it's something just like, hey, how you doing? Don't send it. Because then that'll turn into a conversation. And you'll be like, yeah, so I was thinking, how about you and your friend come over? I'll fuck you both honest to god like it's the anxiety takes over your entire being on a morning after a night out when you think fuck oh there are entire days where i just don't even look at my phone because i don't even want to know (laughs) if i've had a reply because because then i'll then i'll have to acknowledge the total shithousery (laughs) no no don't do that don't do that um let's move on so die of cringe (laughs) So, how do you know when it's time to break up with someone? I think, mm, I think I when, like I said, like I said earlier, I think when it starts affecting your mental health badly. I think that's that's probably a good sign. But then you've got to think like, are we going to talk this through? Are we going to have an argument? Are we going to just agree to make changes? Um, I think it, I think it just depends. Like some couples go through counselling, some couples fight. I don't know. I think... But how do you know when it's the right time? Honestly, I think it's just when you have more unhappy days than you do happy days. Definitely. Definitely. that's when you know. Like, when you start to just... Like, you know, when you're in a relationship with with somebody, everything that they do winds you up and annoys you. It gets to the point where their breathing annoys you. That's when it's time to go. I think really when you start, like, when you're not happy anymore, I think that's really when you start, you just need to just leave. Yeah, but if I haven't made it obvious enough already during this podcast, I am a bit of a shit cunt. <laughs> um, and so what I would usually do when I was younger, and I do, again, I don't anymore, I'm very mature now. Well, I'm not, but I'm maturer. <laughs> but what I would do 
is I would wait for the girl to break up with me if I didn't want to be with them anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know why. I know it sounds like a shit thing to do. It is a shit thing to do. But I, I think my anxiety was too high for me to ever have that conversation of, I don't want to be with you anymore. And I guess that's the kind of thing to do, but that's just not how I'm wired. My anxiety gets too high and I'm like, oh my God, maybe she'll cry. Maybe she'll think, thank God for that. And then I'll cry. <laughs> I don't even know how it's going to go. But I think I always used to settle on, I think what's best is if I'm a shit boyfriend until they break up with me, everybody gets the, the sweetest part of that deal. They get to break up with me and they feel like they're in charge and I get the relief of no longer worrying about it. That's how I see the situation. This is why I'm still single, by the way. You know what it is? Perfectly put, Jimbo. <laughs> Listen, I have too many, I have too many, I'm too picky. I'm too fickle. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever seen the film um, My Best Friend's Girl with mm, Dan Kirk? No. Right. Well, it's a rom-com. It's got kids in there as well. It's really good. And he's with this girl. And he's proper in love with her. Really loves her. Um, they're at like a, a family wedding or whatever. And like, they're getting really serious. And he has deep insecurity issues about himself. In, in a lot of ways, I think I do as well, which is maybe where some of this comes from. But he has this thing where he says to himself, I always knew that she was the best that it would ever get for me, but I never stopped to think, am I the best it's ever going to get for her? And so he breaks up with her because he thinks that she'll be better off with somebody else. And so I think sometimes a lot of it comes from insecurity as well. Mm. And maybe, maybe that's why I'm such a shit cunt. You're not really. You're just, you like to think yeah. you are. Bit of, a, bit of a shit cunt. <laughs> no, I wouldn't you know, say so. Maybe you know it's just because I'm your friend and not you, your you girlfriend. I'm, go- I'm going to get that put on a shirt as well. <laughs> I am a shit cunt. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a shit cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 13. Uh, when should you move on and get into another relationship? I think when you're over your exes, probably. The, and when you're ready. Um... I'm not sure I'd agree with that. Well, I think, I think. Well, I think if you're not over your ex, though, I think you're just gonna drag like shit into a new relationship. Yeah, I, I can see that side of it, but I think it depends because there have been times where I've maybe left a relationship or been broken up with or whatever, and not in a rebound way, have just met somebody else, maybe. I don't want to say that night, but in some cases that night. But also, like, maybe, like, a week later or a couple of days later, and you just click with that person, and not in a rebound way, but in a real meaningful way. And I think sometimes it just depends. If you meet, like, the perfect person, are you going to think, oh, I can't get with them because I'm still crying over Maggie? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I think it depends on a lot of things. I think most of the time you're probably right. I think you should wait until... I think you should experience being single again to realise um what it is that you want from another relationship like as i was talking to you earlier and i was saying like i'm living the dream as a single man at the moment i do what i want i do when i want it i don't have to argue about what i want to watch on netflix every night i don't have to argue about how many garlic breads i'm having with me tea that night (laughs) like i i can just do what i want and i'm my own person and i really enjoy it at the moment i enjoy my own company as lonely as it is sometimes i think there's a lot of there's a lot of good things. Like if I was in a relationship, I probably wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you and having a nice drink. I'd be worrying about, oh, well, what are we going to have for tea? Oh, what are we going to watch? Are we going to watch a show on Netflix tonight? Like, I think you have to really want to be looking for a relationship. And when you get out of one, you're maybe not in the right headspace to immediately be ready to do that. Um, I think you should experience being single till it gets to the point where you think, God, fucking damn it. I wish I had somebody to argue about what to watch on Netflix tonight. Well, that, I mean? well, that's the thing, isn't it? You have to really burn your own to figure out what you want from another yeah. person. However, it's not to say that you can it. I don't know, like you say, sleep around with whoever if you if you really like them. Uh, but I friends think... With, friends with benefits? Friends, uh, uh, yeah, have, uh. your, have your friends with benefits. It's just... It's that step into a relationship, isn't it? It's quite a big commitment. Yeah. So do what you've got to do in between, but don't get into that committed sort of relationship with someone until you're ready. Yeah. Hey, man, experiment. I bought a flashlight. Did you really? I swear to God. I bought a Riley Reed endorsed flashlight. 
Um, because, uh, well, do you know what it is, though? I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think someone had said it to us, to, said it to me as a joke, was like, oh, next thing you know, you'll be buying a flashlight, and I was like, oh, fuck off. And then that night, I was like, how much are flashlights? <laughs> I was looking at them, and I was like, only seventy pounds, what a bargain! I'll buy that. Do I want to buy the included lube with that? Yes, I do. <laughs> do you know what makes us actually want to die inside the fact that, like, who the fuck like cleans it after? Well, I mean, you have to clean them, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the downside. I don't think anyone thinks of until until you've bought one. Thanks for bringing that to our listeners' uh, forefront, I guess. But yeah, no, it, it's a thing. They need to be cleaned. As a female, you know. as a female lesbian, I am repulsed. <laughs> what would a what would what would a male lesbian think? Honest to God, I could actually <laughs> recoil inside myself. <laughs> I think that's what made you a woman in the first place, recoiling inside yourself, isn't it? Oh, honest to God, I've just got images of you washing it in the bathroom sink. and Why, oh. is, that the, why is that the thing that gets you? Like, women have dildos. Yeah, but they you, don't... You have to wash that, or do you do you use unclean dildos? No, it's more well, the, the fact that it's filled with it. All right, well, the thought, the, the thought of you standing over a basin wanking off a dildo because you've really got to get all, all all the grime out from under the under the ribbed veins or whatever or the fucking i don't know what, what it is that you have fucking what is it ribbed and the, the you get the ones with dots on them don't you are you what th- are i think you're just thinking of condoms mate maybe it's very possible i don't own any dildos but i like i don't think you know it's, it's just the reality that people don't think about often. <laughs> like, I want a sex toy. Wait, I have to clean it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like you uh, you could put a goal for it, and then after you, you're like, oh, I've got to go and clean it out now. I tell you, it's a whole operation as well. Because with the flashlight, obviously, you unscrew the lid, which is where the we'll call it the mouth of the vagina. I don't I, the mouth of the vagina. That's not a thing. <laughs> where where the the entry point is, um, and then there's a screw. There's like an unscrewable bit at the bottom. Which I, I I don't want to call it a drip tray. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Definitely not a drip tray. Not a drip tray. But I mean, if you hold it, it would inevitably yeah, it would drip into that. Uh, so what you do is you unscrew that bit, and then you can take out this like the whole silicon thing as like its own thing, and then you just run it under the tap and let the water run through and. Yeah. Is it like then... so? Uh, curiosity's got the better of us. Is it actually like the real thing? Good question. Um, it's definitely better than using your hand. <laughs> um, it's probably. Do you know? I think it's like a middle ground. I think it's better than using your hand. Nothing beats the real thing. Um, I think it's just like a happy medium. Um, it's you know what for the price they're all right. Uh, I don't. I don't use it that often because <laughs> um, it needs cleaning. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, but I can't even remember what the original question was. Um, oh, um, yes. When you should you move on and get into another relationship? Um, when you bought a flashlight, I think is the short answer there. I think we've learned. <laughs> How do you deal with your ex bad mouthing you after a breakup? Um, well, I'm, I'm one of those people who gets triggered pretty easily. So generally, what I'll do is I'll get into a rage and then I'll 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 be mean. I'll badmouth them back. See, but I shouldn't. I should be mature. I should walk away from that shit. But I kind of do that in a hot head. Honestly, I get irate. I'm yeah. a bit like you. I get fucking irate, and I will probably argue with them. But I am trying because my one of my exes really loves to bad mouthers to people right um and honestly it's just i've got to the point now where i'm just like ugh, it's just so untrue i just have not got the energy in us to even argue about it anymore yeah i don't understand why people even bother doing that though like that's just not how our role generally it's i think in my just... in in my position it's because she's a twat but <laughs> She really wants to make me out to be the twat. And so eloquently put. <laughs> like, she wants to make me out to be the twat. And honestly, like, I'm just so done with it. I'm just... I haven't got the energy to argue about it anymore. If people want to think I'm a twat, and if that's what helps them sleep at night, then go for it. Yeah, I don't get it either, man. 
I just don't like. I think that has to come from some place. That's that's a deeper conversation, but I think that comes from them being insecure about the fact that you're no longer together, and maybe them trying to sort of convince themselves that they're they're on the upper hand of the breakup and that they're doing okay, and maybe bad mouthing you makes them feel like they won the breakup or whatever. On, the broke up. You've been drinking whiskey, <laughs> um, I won the broke up. Uh, no, so, and I think that's, that's maybe where that comes from. Honestly, like, this ex in particular, she knew, she didn't know that I was friends with someone. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to this lass about me. Right. And the lass screenshot, like, screen recorded the conversation and sent it to me that she'd been having with her and I literally just went through it and I was like reading I was like well that didn't happen that didn't happen that wasn't true what the fuck is that about that never happened and it was just like so much shit it just got to the point where I was just like you know what whatever helps you sleep at night love yeah I don't understand why people do that either but like you say it's because they're insecure with themselves. I think so. I think that's the only place it can really come from. It comes from them wanting to feel like they're on the, like I said, the other hand, like they're winning that breaker and that they're in control and maybe secretly they know that actually they're not and they resent you for the fact that you didn't want to be with their broker The thing, The thing is, though, if I'm that much of an arsehole, I wouldn't be friends with all my exes. So... Oh, that's that's very true. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. And so this girl, is she single? Is she looking for a, for a shit cunt? Because I think we've... <laughs> I think these would match perfectly. <laughs> Excellent. Does she have low standards? She'd need to have low standards. Well, she went out with me, so no. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. uh, I see the predicament. I am kidding. I am kidding. I am not big-headed at all. <laughs> uh, right, okay. So, um... What are your pros about being single? Pros? Oh, Jamie, like you said, no arguments. You don't have to answer to anyone. You can do what you want, when you want, with who you want. It's total bliss, isn't it? Oh, it is heaven, Having not having to please anyone. I totally am with you. Like tonight, and stay with me here, for tea, I'm going to make a whole mountain of fries, and I'm going to have Mayonnaise. chicken dippers... Don't rush this. I'm gonna have chicken dippers. I'm gonna have some sausages and I'm gonna have that lathered in mayonnaise. And you know Aww. what? No, no, nobody can tell me I can't do what I want. I'm a grown ass man. Oh my god, I'm coming over for tea. <laughs> that sounds like heaven. But these are things that I couldn't do in a relationship. I used to argue. Not argue, like in a jokey way, I used to play fight with my with my daughter's mother about that. Where She'd make like she used to love making like pasta bakes and they were delicious. Um, and she'd always make like a, a garlic baguette, like a garlic bread baguette. Mm-hmm. And I was used to say to her like, um, "Can I just have like a full garlic baguette?" And because they come in, they're they're a jewel pack. They come with two baguettes. So I'm like, "How about I have one? You have one? Everyone's happy." And in the five years I was with her, she never did that. She was always like, "No, well half it because that's greedy. You can't have a whole <laughs> garlic baguette to yourself." Well, let me tell you, the other day, my entire meal consisted of two garlic baguettes and I just cut them up into their slices, put them on the plate and put mayonnaise on every single piece and sent her a picture. And that gave me deep satisfaction, let me tell you. Uh, I can't do things like that when you're in a relationship, but you can sure as hell do them when you're single. You know what? Mayonnaise. Have yourself a, have yourself a garlic baguette tonight, go on. Oh, honestly, <laughs> mayonnaise is the winner winner. Fucking is, tell me. Are you a Hellman's or a Heinz girl? Uh, Heinz. So, interesting. So, I was always a Hellman's guy until a few years ago, and then I fully converted to Heinz, and I would only ever touch Heinz mayonnaise. And then recently, I went to go and get some, and they didn't have any, so I had to get Hellman's. And now I'm back on the Hellman's wagon. I don't know what that is, but now I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like the two should have a fight, and I'll just pick the winner. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know what? Heinz has just got a different taste, man. Totally. Like, that's the thing. Like, Heinz mayonnaise is sweeter than Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> I know it's so true. Uh, I'm somewhat of a may not. A may not. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a mayonnaise connoisseur. Um, I'll never forget that picture you sent of us when you had a fucking giant tub of mayonnaise. People always say things to us, like, when I order meals, like, oh, do you want some chips with your mayo? And I'm like, uh, no, not really. <laughs> You're like I'm me. Just... Everything has to be swimming in mayo. 
100% agree. I actually love the stuff. But yeah, I think Heinz has a sweeter taste to it. Hellman's has an eggier taste, which I think in theory it should do because it's made from eggs. Um, I think it just depends. I don't know. Look, this is a whole another podcast that we're discussing right here. Pros and cons of foods. Heinz or Hellman's. Let me know. Let's do like a... Could we do like a, like a food cast where we just eat and talk about it yes you know what it is there's probably loads of people into that they'll be there with a flashlight ah, going for it oh my god i'd be one of them let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you so any more pros you would like to add to that uh, i forgot even what the question was pros of being single all of the above everything that we've already said i think i i love being my own person at the moment and that may change in the future ever but right now like you're living for it Honestly, I am. Like, I just... Like, tonight, I'm going to make some tea and I'm going to watch some shit on YouTube and I'm probably going to watch something on TV. Um, and I, 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 I don't know. I don't have to be up tomorrow, so I can stay up till four in the morning if I want. Which more than likely will. Well, I'd say there's a 98% chance of it happening for sure. Um, and so, But I don't have to worry about catering to somebody else. Which I think is, if you're that kind of person you want to be in a relationship, then that's great, go for it. But I think if you are single, don't worry too much about the fact that you're not in a relationship. Some people go looking for it too hard. Yeah, definitely. I, I think when you go looking for it too hard, you end up settling for something less than what you actually really want. Because there are people who just want to be in a relationship. Like, some people just don't know how to function when they're not in a relationship because they've springboarded from one to the other to the other for so many years or whatever mm-hmm. that they've never really taken the time to appreciate being single. And I think before I was with my daughter's mother, I was one of those people who's always looking for the next relationship. Um, but now I'm just enjoying it. Like, I'm enjoying not bothering. Like, I got an email from Bumble the other day and it was like, we've hidden your account because you haven't been on for so long. And I was like, oh, God, thank God. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just enjoy doing what I want, taking my time, figuring my own fucking mental health issues out. I just don't want to be. And what are your cons, then, about being single? Fleshlight. I'll 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 tell you, Jay. Fleshlight just doesn't cut. (laughs) (laughs) There's only so much porn on Pornhub before you have to start again. (laughs) All right? And I think I'm getting pretty close to that point. I think, you know, like, there's this thing on TikTok when you're going through all the different videos and they're like the For You section where you'll get to a point where you can't scroll anymore and let's say you've reached the end. Mm. I feel like that's going to happen on Pornhub any day now <laughs> where it's just going to be like, you've, re- you've completed Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some other sites that we recommend. I think so, I think the only cons yeah. really is I mean I quite like a cuddle. Mm. I love a good cuddle. Yeah, I mean you, you can pay for an escort if you really <laughs> wanted a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's it's almost like the exact same list as the pros. You could make an argument for all of those. Like some people just want to chill out every night with the person that they're with. Um, because they click so much or because they're watching the same shows. I have friends that are super happy in their relationships and I have friends who are maybe just going through the motions because they've been in relationships for so long and whatnot. Uh, and you kind of see that the, they both enjoy and hate the same things in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I think the cons are just exactly the same as the pros. Like, I enjoy time alone but I miss time with someone. I enjoy not arguing about what to watch on Netflix, but I kind of miss arguing about what to watch on Netflix. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I enjoy making two whole garlic baguettes to myself, but I miss not arguing about the fact that I want two garlic baguettes to myself. It's those little things. Every um, pro has a con. Totally. And vice versa. And it comes down to who you are as a person, what it is that you're looking for, and where you are mentally. Um... But that's how I see it. And right now, I'm just in. I'm in the fast lane to becoming morbidly obese and single <laughs> forever. So, and and you know what? Right now, I'm okay with that. So what what would your advice on being newly single? What's the best advice you could give someone? Fucking enjoy it. 
don't worry about the fact that you are single. Re- and I said this to my friend years ago when he went through a really bad breakup. And I always remember this. And I said to him, I said, this is actually an opportunity for you now to do the things that you haven't been able to do while you've been in an unhappy relationship. Don't see this as the end of everything. See this as a, as a fresh start for you to change things and to to maybe do that hobby that you've always wanted to do but haven't had time or to just watch a TV show that the person you're with would never have watched. So you never watched it because they never would have watched it with you. Just take time to be by yourself and remember that flashlight's only 70 pounds. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I couldn't agree more with it. It's like it's like a new beginning. It's like being born again. You get all these opportunities to do what you want to do or what you've always thought about doing but never really pushed yourself to. Exactly. And it's, you know, I like listening to Avril Lavigne and getting pissed as much as the next guy. Do it for a couple of days. Don't do it forever. Like, get over that that hump of sadness and then try. And it's hard, I know it's much easier than it's said than done. But try to to put, pour yourself into things that, you, that excite you, things that you want to do, and do them. Uh, and you'll feel much better. Um, and I guarantee before long you will want a flashlight. Honestly, though, like my advice would be surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Do things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. And just fucking live your life. Like, life is so short. Yeah. Like, I know that's so cliche to say, but like, you genuinely don't know when it's going to be up. And as much as you love that person and thought they were like the one, there yeah. are seven, what? Seven. How many billion people are there on the planet? Too many. Like, holy shit, we're so overpopulated. There's got to be someone for everyone. (laughs) You would think so, wouldn't you? But here I am. (laughs) Yeah, but if that was the case, you would never have had a relationship. And to be fair, you've had many successful ones that, granted, they haven't lasted. But you have got a beautiful daughter out of it. Well, hold on. Let's take that back. (laughs) How can I have many successful ones... And then you're like, and yet here you are, single as a Pringle. <laughs> no, they haven't worked out, but they were successful. And you've got a beautiful daughter, so you kind of... true. I do. I mean, I do that know. is an accomplishment, man. I mean, it is, because I think like most men, I'd started to question whether or not my penis worked. <laughs> um, I think all men go through this phase where they'll... And honestly, I had this conversation with my friend, and he was the same, where I said to him, I was like, I'm pretty sure... And this was after I'd had my daughter. I was like, I always just assumed that I couldn't have kids. <laughs> and he was like, I did exactly the same. And now he has two kids, and now I've got a kid. Can you, remember, like, can you remember when you thought when when you went back to our if you go back to our YouTube video and it's like every girl says I think I'm pregnant you're like <laughs> <laughs> that's so true yeah. <laughs> pregnant you're not pregnant you're not pregnant <laughs> and then they end up with Jeremy Callie earlier and they're like I'm not the dad <laughs> yeah well that, that's exactly what it was I was like I can't have kids and then I was like I can't be the dad I can't have kids um, but yeah, it turns out um, my penis does work um as um as small and shriveled as it may be it it does work miracles um it does create life i am god oh, <laughs> jesus literally no god <laughs> so my last question on this is i can't really answer this one because i've never had a dating app i will refuse to have a dating app i would rather things happen naturally for me However, what would your advice be to people on date, like who are thinking about going on date naps? The hard work, man. Uh, I think go into it with, be real with yourself. Understand that everybody on the dating app is hiding all the things they don't want you to see. It's like any social media app. You are putting forward a little window into your life and showing a highlight reel. So, for example, my I have Bumble, and as I was saying to you before, every single photo that I have on my profile is easily four or five years old. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I just don't have any photos that I like of myself beyond that time. And so, you've got to go into that, imagining that everybody else is probably doing the same thing. Like there, you know, we've been through a pandemic for the last year and a half or whatever. So, people aren't gonna necessarily 
put forward a realistic version of themselves. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dating apps are tricky. I think just I don't don't lean too much into it. Don't go in. Don't go in with really high expectations. Yeah, don't. And now it not true. so great expectations. Ah uh-huh, ha ha! Like what you did there, sister. I uh, although it's true, I met my daughter's mother on Tinder. So there are success stories. It can happen. However, side note, we are no longer together. So maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. It's but you know. I mean, my my personal opinion on dating apps is I've never, ever had one. I don't ever plan on having one. You should get one. No, I really don't want one. You should get one just as an experiment so that we can talk about it on the next podcast and see whether or not your thoughts on dating apps worked out correct or whether you were surprised. I think that be exciting i find it really shallow i'm not a shallow person at all and i find it really shallow that you judge whether you want to talk to someone solely based on their appearance in a picture oh yeah 100 but then, but then how different is that from being out on a night out and seeing someone out in a nightclub and thinking i'd like to talk to them they're fit yeah, it's no, but it's no different. Yeah, but then you can actually speak to them in like real life, not over text. Mm, There's a lot of things perceived wrongly true. over text. It is true. Yeah, I'll I'll accept that. Um, but but uh, but I would argue that you're still judging people based on what they look like. Uh, however, on dating apps, you don't know how recently they look like that. To be uh, fair, though, I think you'd be lying if you said that. Uh, looks weren't important because I think in every relationship you have to be somewhat attracted to them. Of course you do. And this isn't like a thing where I'm saying, oh, you know, like, don't get with ugly people. Like, nobody's getting with somebody who they think is ugly, right? Like, everyone has their own expectations and everyone has their own uh, standards, probably a better word. Um, Everybody has different taste in people. Oh, 100%. Like, there are people out there who really like fat lads and if they're out there girls i'm here okay if you have low standards and you want a fat lad who has a beard and currently a man bun and sits on the sofa eating garlic baguettes all to himself i'm your dream man however i don't think anyone's really going out there looking for that i think you have to be attracted to the person um that that you're getting with and and so it's shallow yes but i would argue everybody is shallow then yeah, I think, you know, for me, it, it really is personality overlooks, like, to an extent. Lies. No, you have to be, like, I am always attracted to the person Lies. that I'm with. However, I find that somebody with a really good sense of humour and someone who is, like, kind and genuine and lovely, like, for some reason it makes them more attractive. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, but um, that's because you're a shit cunt, shallow shit cunt. <laughs> very true, very true. Again, have to put that on a shirt. And I am um, not. Well, I don't know. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that you're a shallow shit cunt. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, I think I just think that everyone's the same. Everyone just, I just don't think everybody wants to believe that about themselves. But everybody, everybody is shallow. Everybody goes on a dating app and swipes no on somebody and even if subconsciously or not so many of them will be oh I just wasn't I wasn't attracted to them yeah You've, like if you don't have that and dating apps are so microscopic that it's like you have to be instantly attracted to somebody to even think oh maybe I'll look at their profile and see if I like their personality yeah you, you don't even look at the words on their profile if you don't like what you see like and that takes less than a second. You see the face, yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you don't even give someone a chance unless you think, yeah, fuck you. And and then you've got to like what they say and then they've got to look at you and go, yeah, fuck you. And then you've got to meet in person and then you're going to be like, oh, you look a little bit rougher in real life. And then they've got to look at me and be like, fuck me, how old are those photos? <laughs> and I've got to be like, look, what do you want? What do you, here I am. Okay. <laughs> So, and on that note, <laughs> that's that's, that's, um, that's my ten advice. 
You know what? Actually, we've been we've been very truthful, and that's all that people can ask of us. Well, that's it. And some people will like it, and some people won't. But I don't try to mask who I am as a person, and that's something I think I probably did when I was younger. That's probably why I ended up in shit relationships until I got into my late twenties or whatever. Um, you got to be real with yourself, man. You know what I mean? Don't settle. If you have high standards, you wait for that supermodel to never turn up. <laughs> That's, and what I'm, that's what I'm currently doing. <laughs> and on that note, we are done with our questions. That is the end of the list. The extensive and very long second draft list. Oh, yes. Everything's a list with me. Everything's a list. So, um, so yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, thanks for listening. If you if you listened this whole time, just bottle on. Um, if, if, you know, if that's your kind of thing. <laughs> I suppose you've got flowers to, to water now no no more plants do they um, need watering again no they only need water every so often Midi. i'm not that dedicated uh, when's the next time does the does the flower tracker tell you yeah i've got three to water tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> that's my fucking life in a nutshell hey, any ideas on what you want to talk about next time we get together for do, uh, to do a podcast oh we can just discuss through the week wing it we'll see we'll see what crops up download a data app download download tinder or bumble i'd be really interested to know how it goes mm, we'll see you don't you don't have to like enjoy it or go there looking but wouldn't it be like an amazing story if you met somebody and you started talking to them and you're like actually you think i'm really into this person wouldn't that be like a stark contrast to everything that you talked about when you mentioned them at night no having never used it though you don't really know no i think it'd be super interesting man i think you should do it absolutely not i'm going to harangue you all week i'm gonna listeners i am going to get this exclusive all right i am going to get it you stick you put your trust in me (laughs) the the shit cunt and i will get i will get this done and on that note we will see you next week for our next episode (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us, and um, yeah, you know, go check out Flashlights. <laughs> Come highly recommended. <laughs> All right, I'll um, I'll I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye.